recapping day two of NFL free agency right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show here on this Wednesday. I'm Adam Azer with Chris Towers on FFT and 5, getting you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow us and stream us on Spotify. Chris, what was the biggest news item of the day? It, it wasn't quite as fun as day one, which wasn't really that great anyway. But what did you think of day two? What was the biggest news item? I, I, it had to be the Patriots signing Hunter Henry, which... Uh kind of undid what I thought was the biggest news of the first day of free agency, which was Johnny Smith going to the Patriots. Now they have uh, two of the highest paid tight ends in the NFL. And it seems like they're, you know, going to go back to that 12 personnel, two tight end set uh, offense that, you know, they really thrived with in the early parts of the 2010s, but you know, they don't have Tom Brady, Johnny Smith uh, and Hunter Henry aren't, Rob Gronkowski. So I think the problem is you're probably looking at both of those guys being right around the number 12 tight end. Whereas I think both of them could have been top six guys if they landed elsewhere, but it's all good news for Cam Newton so far. Uh, Assuming, you know, the Patriots don't draft a starting quarterback. If he is their starter, I think he's going to be a borderline number one uh, quarterback for fantasy. Thanks to his rushing ability and an improved receiving core. Let's talk about Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton going to the Bears, not guaranteed to be the starter, but obviously has a chance. And he was pretty good his last seven games. He had a stretch of 24 points, 13 points, 21, 19, 20, 32. That's really not bad. Uh, So that is 19 or more fantasy points in five out of six games and six point per passing touchdown leagues. And he wasn't throwing a ton, certainly nothing like Dak Prescott, only one game in that stretch with more than 35 pass attempts. So I don't I don't think people are going to be drafting him. Obviously, two quarterback leagues, everybody gets drafted. But if he's the starting quarterback, what does it mean for Allen Robinson? Um, I don't think it changes his outlook much, whether it's, you know, Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles or Andy Dalton. None of them are particularly good quarterbacks. Andy Dalton's fine. He's competent. So, um, yeah, I think what it means is that Allen Robinson's going to get 150 relatively low quality targets, just like he has been his entire time in Chicago. And that should be enough to make him a, a number one fantasy wide receiver. Who's the number one fantasy wide receiver on Jacksonville? DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, and now throw in Marvin Jones. Six years in a row, Marvin Jones has either had or been on pace for somewhere in between 103 and 115 targets. Remarkably consistent there. Uh, So who's the number one wide receiver for the Jaguars? Yeah, I guess you could say Marvin Jones is consistent when you look at the final numbers. Uh, When you actually have him on your team, it never quite feels like he's consistent. But I would go with DJ Chark as the... uh, number one fantasy wide receiver there, but I, I don't think I'm going to have any of them inside of my top 36. And, you know, it wouldn't shock me if LaVisca Chenault, because of his rushing ability and because of his, you know, likely role in the short and intermediate routes, whereas Shark and Jones will likely work more in the deeper areas. You know, it wouldn't sh- surprise me if Chenault was the uh, the best receiver there, and, and he'll probably be my favorite guy to draft among that group. Yeah, does this hurt DJ Chark though? I don't really like it for Chark. I don't think he's proved I don't think he's proven that he's a you know, an alpha receiver. He showed some flashes. But I don't know, maybe this doesn't hurt him at all, but it certainly doesn't help. So, I don't know. What do you think? Is this a downgrade for Chark now? Yeah, I mean, he's someone that I think 
in some early drafts might have been going as a number two wide receiver, maybe in the low range. I know Jamie Eisenberg really liked him. Uh, I don't know about after the Jones signing, but for me, yeah, I think he's a, a number three wide receiver with upside, but not someone I want to go into the season uh, relying on as a fantasy starter. How do you feel about Clyde Edwards Eler with Damian Williams released? Does it matter to you? They also re-signed Daryl Williams. Yeah, I mean, Daryl Williams was, you know, technically getting the starter workload down the stretch and in the playoffs, but that was with Clyde Edwards Alaire injured. You know, a lot of the things that we liked about Edwards Alaire coming out of the draft and into his rookie season are still there. This has been in the past a great offense for fantasy running backs. It just wasn't last year. Was that a CEH issue or was that just them, uh, you know, not wanting to overwork him in his first year? I would expect he'll uh, be a little better in year two. And, you know, especially as a pass catcher, I still think there's a lot of potential here. So uh, he's CEH is a solid number two running back. And uh, I don't think the, you know, the cutting, the release of Damian Williams changes that. Okay, and on the Fantasy Football Today podcast, we'll talk more about all of this, and I'll ask Chris and Jamie, is Damian Williams now the best free agent running back? So looking forward to discussing all of that. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5 with some NFL draft talk with Emery Hunt. Emery Hunt.